Okay, so as we said before, we went for the break. The discussion today, we're continuing rather with the discussion. Last week, we started the discussion on Islamic guidance and personal finance. And today, we, you can call that a part two. We take a look at further points, further aspects with regards to the, the guidance on personal finance. So, move this up. Uh, where we're going to start off today is what are financial goals and why are they important? Now, too many people, you know, waste their lives in the foolish pursuit of money and material possessions. Whole life goes into that. And we tend to think that this will truly make us happy, we'll build our dream home, drive our, drive our dream, dream car, shop at branded boutiques, go on expensive holidays, own the latest furniture and appliances. And we possibly think that this is the criteria for happiness. If that is the case, then you know we need to re-evaluate the direction of our life happiness is not a commodity that can be bought you know possessions do not bring happiness what happens is that the joy that we get from a new purchase quickly fades and then we suffer what is termed as the burden of the debt uh, if that thing was bought on credit uh, what the problem is twofold one is we have advertisements around us and they deceive us the modern marketing you know glori glorifies the concept of shopping and implies that rich people are happy but if you look at it you know once people become very wealthy what happens there's other issues that come in and also on the other hand it sort of projects the message that uh, poor people are unhappy and that's not the case many poor people love live far happier lives than wealthy people uh, mm. so we need to remember that you know being rich in the heart is more important than rich in the pocket but if you can bring yourself to believe in this reality, then you'll save yourself a lot of money. You know, money can control our emotions and take us on a roller coaster ride of pain and pleasure. Uh, we sometimes are out trying to create a heaven in this earth, uh, with imagining that money will bring that to us. And uh, that can then take us on a real roller coaster li ride and make our lives a living hell. So we should not allow. Uh, bank balance to control our emotions. We need to strive for higher goals and true happiness is by mastering your emotions and developing that inner balance uh, through the Islamic uh, teachings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that uh, truly only in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find contentment. Very, very true. Jazakallah for that beautiful advice. Move this up. Uh, now, obviously, in, uh, you know, in order to, to, to be able to control your, your finance, the most important aspect is your expenses has got to be less than your income. Yes, certainly. You know, we need to make sure that our expenses are less than our income. In other words, we need to live within our means. And there are so many people in South Africa and across the globe in different parts of the world who are living beyond their means, are spending more than they earn. And, uh, you know, uh, this is a huge problem. Uh, it might sound surprising, but there are people who earn huge amounts of money. But uh, when they, you look at the actual uh, pay slip, how much money really goes, uh, 50000 on a bond, 20000 car repayment, uh, and all of this, and uh, eating out expensive boutiques, by the end of the month, they left with nothing. Mm, so, uh, yeah, at the shop, uh, you know, someone came to purchase something on credit, and... Uh, the person was earning 60,000 rand a month, yet uh, nothing left in the end of the month. Mm. Uh, so th this is the reality that uh, people uh, tend to have high expenses 
and uh, you know they sometimes unwilling to admit that they are spending too much on unnecessary items and services and this is where perhaps we need to be honest with ourselves and uh, sometimes sitting with uh, a financial advisor or someone uh, who can then analyze sometimes we need a third person perspective who can just guide you to say that look you don't need to be living in this bigger home or you don't need to be driving this type of a car you don't need to be living in this area we don't need this type of furniture and appliances you know, this is all what needs to be considered for that most is a very very pertinent advice you know it's not just the area that you're living in and it's not just um Sometimes we're living our lives with, uh, you know, with money that we don't even have to please people that we don't even know. Your expenses go way more than your income. Then you can uh, obviously understand the problems that you're going to be in. You can borrow money one month, then borrow the next month, and then the third month, what are you going to do? When are you going to start? If you're going to keep on borrowing every month, when are you going to start paying back? So it's very, very important, this advice that Mufti Sab has given. Whatever our income is, we have to make sure that our expense is low, lower than that. There are times when we might have to make sacrifices, and there are times when we'll have to teach our children also to, to, to learn to make sacrifices. But then maybe that's what life is all about. It's all about sacrificing things that we, we just can't afford. Moving up another very important aspect when it comes to personal finances concerned is that we need to learn to save. We just don't know how I mean, to do that. Yes, people will say, no, I earn so little that how can I save? But, mm. you know, saving, for some it comes naturally easy, easy, and for others, they just feel it's not worthwhile the effort. But uh, it's something that we need to inculcate. You know, always try to save something, even if it's a small amount, just a few hundred rands. Uh, you know, don't ignore small savings. Small savings can make a big difference. Remember that all the small amounts add up. The temptation is always to spend the surplus. But if you don't, you will have a, a, a incremental increase. If you just save 300 a month, it equals 3,600 a year. In hmm. 10 years, it's 36,000. So if you receive a 13 check, the bonus, a raise, don't just use that money up and say, oh, I'm going to spoil my family. Uh, there's also a, a need that uh, to, to uh, you may feel that I need to upgrade my phone or I need to uh, upgrade my contract and this and that. What you need to do is uh, try to save that money. So how do you save also? Check for specials on websites and brochures. When you want to buy something, don't just go into the shop. Uh, you want to buy a washing machine. You walk into whatever shop. The first one you see, you buy. No, you've got to do your research, check around. Get a feel of the market. Uh, what does this shop sell it for? What does that shop sell it for? What is the different features? What are the features that are necessary for me? What are the features that are, won't make a difference to me? Uh, you know, extra features that I'm not going to use. Now you check for specials. Check for, wait for specials. And then, so that is one thing you could do. Then also compare prices. Better prices by other retailers. So that is also another thing you could do. Uh, another way to save is that instead of shopping piecemeal every day you stop by you've got to go to the shops you stop by you drop by buy one thing one thing from your local store rather you set out once a month uh, and you or once a week and you purchase uh, so the more regularly shop the more you'll spend that is a given uh, mm -hmm. you go into the shop to buy something two items you always come out with four items you go to buy four you come out with ten items <laughs> so instead of that Rather, make a list beforehand and stick to your list. You know, when you're sitting at home, make a list of what you need. Uh, so then when you go to the shop, 
you don't get tempted to get carried away and then you say oh you know that would be nice yeah for a late night snack that would be good uh and uh, this would be good for the lunch when you at home then <laughs> you should do this thing uh, another one you know that uh, you shouldn't shop while you're fasting <laughs> because <laughs> then the people yeah people less for this and less for that mm-hmm. and so many extra things so ensure that you'll be able to use perishables before the expiry date uh sometimes people will buy uh, you know fruit and then you buy so many fr- so much fruit that half the time uh you know the, it goes off and then you're disposing of it so instead of buying so many if you know that you're going to have one or two purchase accordingly and purchase it in a such a way that it could be used up or eaten up before the expiry date so these are just you know general tips that could be useful Jazakallah for that, Muftizab. Muftizab shared with us some, as Muftizab said, you know, general tips, but these are everyday things that we go through, everyday uh, expenses that we have to incur, and Muftizab gave some wonderful advice that we have to learn how to save, you know. Um, you go every day to the shop and buy one, in, intending that I'm just going to buy one item or one or two items, but then you end up taking a whole lot, you know, um, so therefore, rather make a list instead of just going randomly and buying make a list and stick to your list that is what will definitely help you to save move this up one very 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 important aspect when it comes to it's not just saving but you know this this is connected uh, to, to 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 our iman and to our belief and to our deeds etc whatever the case is we have to stay away from riba yes allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says yamhakullahu riba wa yurbi sadaqat Allah destroys riba and nourishes charities. And the Nabi Sallallahu said, a nation in which interest becomes common is overtaken by poverty. And the Nabi Sallallahu also said that even if interest is great in quantity, eventually it diminishes. So at the core of it, interest is financial oppression. It's a system where the rich become wealthier and the poor, their suffering increases. increases. The rich stay permanently rich and the poor become increasingly poor. Uh, so it's an oppression. And, uh, you know, interest is expensive. When you buy things on expense, on interest, it costs you more. Uh, so, they, 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 you know, in any way you look at it, it's something bad. Uh, if you just take a common example, a person taking a loan in which one agrees to pay back the loan at a later debt with an excess. So the excess amount is paid in lieu of time. For example, a person borrows 10000 from uh, B at a rate of 10%. A then pays B. 11,000 on the completion of one year. So this excess amount is 1,000 in interest. Uh, th- that is one. Also, you have sometimes a penalty of default, uh, and that is when a person doesn't pay on time. And uh, accruing interest when saving money in the bank also, one needs to be careful of that. But then we have these credit facilities on our credit cards or overdraft facilities provided by the bank, which allows an account holder to withdraw more money then uh, the account holder has in the bank at any time and then you pay interest on that then credit cards also are very very dangerous uh, it uh, allows a person to buy his goods and pay later however the month uh, the, the amount is not settled within the given period interest is accrued and then you have these budget facilities on the credit card uh, which is uh, uh, charged on interest in four installments so you buy something for a thousand they say straight to budget you choose budget so they divide it over a number of months, and then you actually pay more. Uh, so we should not uh, be deceived. Do not be deceived with the acquisition of interest. Uh, earning interest, there's no barakah in it. Paying interest also, either way, 
uh, you know, it, 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 this is something that we should take great length to abstain from. That Ma'amar Rahimahumullah said that we've heard from our pious ulama that 40 years do not pass before one thriving on interest begins to experience losses. Mm. And we've seen it even in less time than that. So paying interest and receiving interest both are problematic. And uh, th that is, you know, part of the system of financial oppression. Very, very, very true. Very pertinent advice there. You know, uh, as we said, we've got to, uh, um, you know, every avenue possible, but we can, we, we have to ensure that we stay away from riba, from from taking it, from giving it, from getting involved in it, uh, signing for it, whatever the case might be. It is totally, totally haram, and it's something that we have to endeavor. We have to make every effort to stay very, very far away from it. It might look that, you know, you're getting interest, um, you're getting more money, but in interest you're actually losing because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah says in the Quran Allah ta'ala takes away the barakat from the the blessings from it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq. Muftisab apart from riba which as we said you know totally haram but also I think an important aspect is that we should avoid being extravagant. Yes. This is the injunction of the noble Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that you know la tusrifu do not be wasteful. Now the ulama have, uh, you know, they have uh, divided things into four categories. They say that the first category is what is termed as the rurat, which is an item of necessity. If it's not mm. utilized, one will suffer harm. For example, basic food like bread, water, basic shelter, basic clothing, which covers the private parts. So that, that is the lowest level. Then you have hajat, which is a need. No harm will be caused by not having an item, but it will be difficult to live without it. For example, gravy with the bread or a house for shelter or clothing to cover the entire body uh, and then the next one they say is a saish there is no need for an item but one's you know, using it for example makes it comfortable like a comfortable car kitchen appliances and then you have a raish an item of beauty utilized with the aim to please oneself for example you know smart clothing or beautifying one's house by tiling and painting so you know, despite it being permissible regarding, you know, the uh, Asaish and Araish, one should not become too preoccupied with these comforts. Uh, and then you have the fifth level, which is Numaish. And this is the Urdu word. So what does it mean? It means now to show off to others. Uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, whoever wears clothing for show, Allah will make him wear the clothing of disgrace on the day of Qiyamah. So that is the fourth, le uh, the fifth level, Numaish. And then you have Israf. Israf is wasting. To spend beyond the level of need on an occasion where it is permissible to spend. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa says, Kulu washrabu wala tusrifu. And this is Surah Araf, verse number 31. And then the seventh level is tabdeer, which is squandering. And uh, to spend wealth in sin or in something unsuitable avenues. And the kufar, in the, in the verse of the noble Quran, uh, you know, uh, the Quran refers to those squanderers as Ikhwan uh, uh, Shayateen. They are the brothers of Shaitan. And Allah says, and Shaitan was ever ungrateful. So these are the seven levels. As we said, the Rurat, which is an item of necessity. Then you have Hajat, which is a need. Uh, then an uh, uh, item, which the uh, uh, Asaish, which is, the, there is no need for the item, but utilizing it brings comfort. Araish, which is for beauty, Numaish, which is for show, 
israf is to waste and tabzir is to squander. So these three things, numaish, israf and tabzir, that is what we need to abstain from. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised, you know, and this can be, uh, uh, I, I open it for us. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saw a Sahabi was performing wudu. And uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, why this wastage, O Saad? And he replied, oh, Nabi Allah, in wudu can there be wastage? And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, yes, even if you are on the banks of a flowing river, uh, there can be wastage in using extra water. So based on this, one should always remember that wealth and resources are trust from Allah and that one will be questioned by Allah about it.